and I'm, I'm oh. actually going to use a loo. Oh, go for it. I'm going to cut this whole bit, by the way, about using a loo. Because <laughs> I'm a professional. Welcome to episode 17 of the Swiped Out Podcast. I am here today with the one, the only, the 30 whatever old year old <laughs> Swiped Out girl. I like the blur, just blur the, blur the last Always number Always blur the lines. Oh hi, hello, sorry was that my cue? Yes I'm here and I'm here with Glenn and today we're talking about love. We are talking about love. Um, but that's that's by the by because at the moment you I'm all and I, I know this is a bit late, but I did get you something for your birthday. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pass it oh. over to you. Oh, it's, it's so beautifully still, wrapped. It's beautifully wrapped Hang in on, Amazon packaging for the for the gram because that that is so, well. It's hard your address. I don't want you getting like stalker fan mail. We'll put that on the gram. I'll put it on there on Tuesday. Oh, how fun! And we were going to talk about Valentine's Day today, but this could be... Something about Valentine's Day, it's all about giving gifts and showing Ugh. people you care. Let's have a look. Let's undo this beautifully packaged brown card envelope. There's nothing wrong with a bit of plain packaging. Oh, hang on. Every now and then you want to get something that you're really going to enjoy, but which comes in plain packaging. <gasps> oh, Glenn, what did you do? Um, it is a picture of the one and only Jackie Kennedy and JFK on, I believe, is that the South Lawn? I want to call it the South Lawn. Let's call They're it outside that. the White House. They're in the garden of the White House. And it's a lovely black and white photo. And I'm going to frame it and put it in my bedroom and aspire. I have a very similar coat to that. The thing is, what I wanted to do was get a sticker that said, fuck off Marilyn, he's hashtag not your guy. Ah, oh, yeah. But I couldn't find stickers. That is perfection. Thanks, Glenn. Happy birthday! Oh, now you're in your like late the 30s. Thirty-somethings. Yeah, yay! <laughs> Although today I was talking to someone and I said to him, "Oh, I understand. We share the same birthday, January twenty-eighth." And he went, "Yeah." yeah. And he went, oh, "He went. I feel so old. I'm not a teenager anymore." And I just went, "Fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> I'm forty next year." He was like really 40 i was like yeah just take that look of disgust off your face it was like you don't look it i was like too late son too late <laughs> yeah, don't upwards. wheel it back now dig upwards aaron so should we do all of the admin off the top it's always a good way to start so all of the socials you can follow me on instagram and twitter at swiped out girl and glenn where can people get you well they can get me in a variety of places if they go into twitter it's at a dating dad but you know what? If you go to Instagram, it's dating dad. I forgot the A. I, I, I'm, I've got some sort of vowel aversion. So you, you can find him. Just do a search. Or you can email us. I'm swipedoutgirl at swipedoutclub.com. And just get me at datingdad at, at swipedoutclub.com. So you've been getting in touch. You know how we love a review. Five stars only. Nothing else is accepted. And we've got a couple here. There's one here from Catalina HS. Yes, I said H. There's no... In H, <laughs> oh, Justin Man H, yuck, and she just just simply calls it perfect. I mean, I mean, we like all the words. And that's oh no, a there's more. That, that's just the title. No way. Yeah, and it says, "I absolutely love this podcast. I listen to it at work." Catalina, do some work. 
no don't listen to us and have to stifle the giggles this is so true to life i can relate to a good chunk of scenarios it's incredible makes me feel a little less crazy if that makes <laughs> sense yeah thanks Catalina. i know that's aimed at me swipes out girl and dating dad are fantastic together great convo chemistry funny real honest smile perfect i mean uh, i i i don't care whether you're right or wrong i love you we we totally agree and then there's one from lucy rob 01 love jackie's stories this girl sums up everything that's current in the dating world i.e shit i'm guessing (laughs) glad it's not just me essential listening thanks guys so you can leave us your reviews um, or email us if you don't listen via itunes because spotify the bastards won't let you leave a review so get at us on itunes glenn what we're talking about today. I've, can I just say off the top, I feel you are way more qualified at the moment to talk about this topic on our Valentine's Day special for love. Well, you say love, and yes, uh, emotions come into play and in certain things. I've, I've experienced love in the past, and I'm experiencing something now which I would hesitate to call love because I would have taken the piss out of myself, I'd said, after six and a half weeks, you're feeling love. But what has love got to do with it? got to do got to do with it i don't know it's just a secondhand emotion really <laughs> i never really understood those lyrics until i sort of said them out loud it's a secondhand emotion i.e it's something that you're giving to someone but you've totally felt it before and when you think <laughs> of it like that tina she had a point like is it new every time or is it different with every person well that's what we're going to talk about today because we're going to be talking about love what love is what it feels like and how soon you should be able to express that sort of thing i was trying to i was doing my prep in the car on the way here and i was trying to think about the last time i said it to someone what you love someone yeah so when was the last time well i was i was trying to remember it's been a while dusted the cobwebs of the old <laughs> chambers of the heart off but Obviously, lately, over the last few years, it's been just one raft of fuckboy after the other. Uh So then it would have been with my with my ex and I was with him for 13 years. Well that's, you, if, if you're with someone for 13 years and you've not said you love them, then you know, there's well, I've not, not said someone, not said I love someone since then. And I met him when I was 22, uh-huh. 23, and I'm now 39. So that would have been the last time I told someone for the first time, right, if okay. you're with me. And we were in a club, rather drunk or lit, as the kids say these days. <laughs> and I think I basically just, he said something, or I don't know if I did something and I caught him sort of smiling at me when he thought I wasn't looking. And I just kind of lurched at him and went, you love me. <laughs> oh, wait, no, 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 that's different. <laughs> so you told him that he loved yeah. you. You didn't say, I love you, now no, tell me about No, no, no girl, whatever. And I, I just went, you love me? And he went, no, I don't. And I went, <laughs> yeah, you do. So that was romantic. Was uh, it? So, <laughs> <laughs> I think we have very different I think, definitions I of think romantic. suffice to say, later that night, during a certain situation, he concurred. Okay. So, How drunk was he? I mean, <laughs> alcohol was had, but the truth comes out when you're drunk. Uh, yeah, I mean, many things come agree, out when you're drunk. Agree more, Glenn. <laughs> agree, agree faster, agree harder. Um, but what about you? Like, <coughs> Glenn's just dying. How are you feeling at the moment, Glenn? See, now this is where, this is where I get into sort of giggly schoolboy sort of territory. 
I think, uh, so regular listeners will know that I wasn't seeing anyone for a long time and I've had lots of relationships since my marriage broke up and that kind of changed on January 1st when I swiped right on someone that turns out I, I already knew and I'd known her for some time but without me knowing this and so we've been dating for six weeks now I think it is what's the date now it's about the 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th of February so we're mid-February and I I want to find a way to say I don't oh it sounds shit doesn't it because love is a big word such four letters but so big it is and I want to be able to say these feelings I'm feeling now are not love they are infatuation they are just you know they're, they're things you feel in, in the kind of honeymoon period of a relationship yet I don't I'm not entirely sure that I'd believe myself if I said that does that make sense is it that you're scared to say it or you you think it is but you just feel like society would be like no no it's too, it's too soon it's it way be. too soon I, I used but to but who the, says it you're, you're I, saying it's I too soon I take the piss out of people I used to take the piss out of people who say they feel how I feel now after such a short period of time yeah I mean when we talk about Peter Pan you know the and everyone said oh it's so intense I think I've I either hate everyone or if I've even deemed you worthy to go on a date with I kind of already have some sort of feels so when it was two weeks in and I'd seen him every day I remember I remember saying to him I could really fall for you which is like the oh, tiptoeing into yeah that's, I'm not see, gonna say it first if, if you're say saying it. if you're saying I could really fall for you then basically you're saying you're the sort of person that ticks all my boxes and I'm in a position where I feel like I could start feeling that way. Or I could say it if you say it first. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure yeah. I'm not going to. You show me yours and I'll show you mine. I think I think there's several like canny ways that you can tiptoe around it. Oh, which reminds me, we had um, an email in from listener Rebecca. And she said, with my first love, I fell in love so hard and was waiting for him to say it first. I told you, we don't like saying it first. No one does. All my friends would say, he has to say it first. But I was worried I'd say it in my sleep or something. (laughs) I constantly hinted he'd compliment my scrambled eggs and I'd say, made with love, and make moon eyes at him. About six months in, I was washing my hair and decided, right, I just have to say it. I said it as we were going to sleep and he immediately said it back and then said it a few more times. Oh, that's really sweet. Later he said, yeah, I basically loved you right away but didn't want to say it because then it's done, isn't it? (laughs) Motherfucker, I was in literal torment for months. (laughs) So, yeah, I think, I don't know. I just, I have such a high threshold for finding (laughs) people annoying. No, I, I, I utterly, utterly agree. But... So if, if if we'd have had this conversation, what is it, six, seven weeks ago, yeah. if we'd have had this conversation before 1st of January 2020, I would have said, there's no way you can fall in love quickly. So, but, but was it was it love at first sight? No, what I was see, the first at that meeting point, like? At that point, I believed up until like the 31st of December 2019, yeah. I believed... Oh, it was a different year. It was. It was a different decade. It was a, a time in past immemorial. Right. I would have absolutely argued to the hill. I would have I, I would have defended to the death the fact that love at first sight does not exist. And Infatuation now? exists. 
lust at first sight exists. Mm-hmm. And lust at first sight can then lead to a relationship and it can lead to it can lead to, to a time when you grow to love someone. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I could with, with, with the great love who we've just spoke about, I can remember hanging around with him as a mate and we would meet for lunch every Tuesday mm-hmm. because we worked in the same place. And I remember after I would leave, I remember thinking, and I had a boyfriend at the time. Yeah. The one, the one that pissed off to Hong Kong. And I, I remember oh, Hong leaving Kong, Hong, Hong Kong, Hong Shmong. And I can remember getting home after my lunches with this guy and thinking, I, I don't I don't want it to end. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what? This is weird. Like, I've got a boyfriend. Why? Is it that? That's just my mate. That's just him. Like, what? What is going on? Yeah. And then in the end, after the bad Christmas presents of the nail brush <laughs> terrible, and the yeah. Dove shower gel, um, shout out to Sharon in Dallas, by the way, who bought me Dove shower gel for Christmas oh, for Vance. Um, and I remember thinking, why, why do I love being with this guy so much? I don't want our lunch hours to leave. And like, I'm with someone and this, like, this shouldn't be happening. You're, yeah. you're, you're just, you know, me old mucker. What's going on? <laughs> but I remember, I th- and I think that's, that's what I genuinely fell in love with his personality. Yeah. It wasn't like, definitely wasn't love at first sight. The first word that he ever said to me was bollocks. He ran <laughs> past me and it was so cold. He went bollocks about the, just sh- he was the sort of person that shouted at weather. So, you know, <laughs> wasn't exactly infatuation. But I just, over time, fell in love with his personality. I didn't want our lunch hours to end. I just mm-hmm. wanted, I, and even to this day now, if I bumped into him, I could still sit in an empty room with him and not run out of things to say. No. As much as we completely just fucked each other over, like, and messed each other up massively, I could still sit in an empty room with him now and not run out of things to say. And I think that's that's like a different level of love. I genuinely believe that you can be soulmates with someone, but you're not meant to be with them. But isn't isn't that a, a degree of friendship more than love? And there, there's different types of love. There really are. There's romantic love. Oh, we love. did things that friends... Definitely, (laughs) (laughs) but but you 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 can still have a physical sexual relationship and and be be tight with someone. Is it? But that's what that's what love is then. No, no. If you're shagging and you like each other's company, that's a couple. No, no. I I think there are there there's there's different stages. I think there's something where you can absolutely be be fucking the brains out of someone. You can have really great sexual Mm -hmm. chemistry and. On the side of that, separate to that, you can have a great kind of intellectual capacity. But there's there's something that they can be two separate things that can coexist, but it's only when they fully overlap that that becomes something that might lead to love. Yeah, and I think that's what this was. I mean, he, he like... I mean, let's be fair. He was he was no oil painting. But to <laughs> me, like, he, he would walk into a room and... I, I, I couldn't look at anyone else. I wanted mm-hmm. to know where he was at all times, if he wasn't there, when's he coming back, where is he? And as soon as he walked into the room, I'd be like... <sighs> and then like for years after, when people used to say to me, like, what did he have over you? I'd be like, well, you know, when he's not around, I'm just like, like I'm, I, I can be quite uptight. But when he no. was around, I was like silly and fun and he was the only person that's ever brought that side of me out. But then I realised the reason why I was so like highly strung and stressed and distressed when he wasn't around was because of him. He, he had a lot mm. of that like gaslighting behavior. So then when he was around, when I, that sort of like that deep exhalation of, okay, he hasn't stood me up. 
okay, mm. he's here. Like, now I look back and I think, that wasn't healthy. But that's different. For me, that sounds like... Um, I, and I've never smoked. I've never had a puff of a cigarette. Yes, I'm that fucking boring. But if you've not smoked... Actually, if, for a smoker, someone who's involved in, in smoking, then smoking a cigarette makes them feel normal. Yeah. And... Even though it's bad for you. For yeah, you, even though it's bad for you. first puff but, in the morning. But it just makes you feel normal. It makes yeah. you feel okay and settled and secure. Which is how most people feel normally. Yes. And so if you're in a relationship with someone who it's negative and there's those negative stuff going on, actually just by kind of being in that, that makes you feel normal. Yeah. It's only when you're not involved in that that you think, you know what, I was addicted. There, there was oh, I was thing totally addicted to him. But like, it, it wasn't all bad. It wasn't all like turmoil. I mean, he would, like I say, he could bring that silly side of me out that few people see. He would throw me around a dance floor. He'd be doing the hand jive. And I, I didn't give a fuck what anyone else thought of him. Mm-hmm. Couldn't dress for shit. Could barely dance. But he owned the fact that he couldn't dress for shit. And he yeah. owned the fact that he couldn't dance. And his confidence in being shit at it, like just made me love him even more. Like, it, it didn't matter what Would he was wearing. Did you love him? Was it love? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, 13 years with him. Like, that's just not, like, a friendship where you have great sex. I mean, I was, like, fully head over heels, like, would have done anything for him. Cause anything. Because I, I, I know, I until the day that life fell apart, I was absolutely undyingly in love with my ex-wife. Absolutely, love was that was it. It was in, ingrained with me. I couldn't understand anything other than that. And then that disappeared. And then over the the three years in between that, I've not even come close to love. Yeah, I've I don't had, think I have since I've had, him. I've had amazing women in my life. I've had, I've met them. I've had women that theoretically everything should click with, and it just hasn't worked. It hasn't felt the same. And I, I, I'm sure this is going to age badly, but. It's not until the last six weeks or so that it's harder to to deny I'm in love than to accept that it's true. Was that a little admission? No. Oh. Shut up. You this said it, I didn't be, say it. This can't be the first time you say it. No, I, I might have said it to her. Don't harm me. <laughs> this doesn't translate well not on, a, <laughs> on a sound-based medium, but sharp intake of breath, hands covering face. I don't know any any other way of describing it. I think you get to a certain age where you, like, the tiptoeing around it isn't really a thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Like, I probably won't shout at someone telling me loves me next time. (laughs) 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 Is love ever as intense as it is as when you're, like, in your teens? I I don't know. I think it is. And I, I can only say this having experienced it only twice now. And I say twice... This is the nascent second iteration of that. But from the moment I... We'd, we'd message for a couple of days. Yeah. But from the moment I saw it, the, the second her eyes locked, and, and I might be uh, ex- like sharing too much here, but we, we walked around a park, and there was a point when I reached... I just... We were walking next to each other, and I put my hand down slightly, kind of deliberately brushed against her hand, and she reached out and held my hand. This is like a Tudor courtship. It's not quite, yeah. <laughs> and and then, as soon as soon as that happened, as soon as we kind of held hands at that moment, 
Was there a frizzle? Frizzle. Something fucking. Oh, it went full on. Pulp. And what date number was this? This was date one. Shut up. This was date one. But I've never, ever, ever felt this. I've never even come close to having any sort of emotion. There's, I, I make up my mind really quickly. And then I'm trying to work out why I've made my mind up that way. Mm-hmm. And usually it's, look, it's not right. But give it, give it a month. Because on paper, she ticks all your boxes. Yeah. So you should love her. You should have all these things. And then it takes me a long time to work out why I, I've decided it's not right. And then so it was like, that sounds like you're trying to co- convince yourself out of it. Yeah, in the past I have done. I've not been trying to... I, I, I've, I've realised it's not right. And then tried to work out why it's not right. But I, I think that's... It's like I've said before about a badly fitting dress. When it's I don't know, it's a no. Like, Whereas this one is, it's a yes. But fuck knows why it's a yes. I don't... Look, there is absolutely no reason why I should have loved that ex. Believe me, there are a myriad of reasons why I shouldn't. Yeah. But what's that quote about there's no logic in the chambers of the human heart? Very true. That's, that's, you you can't say why you love someone. That's when you know it's love because yeah. you can't verbalise it. But I, there's all, all the, and the thing is with this, this person, all the reasons are there. I think she's hot physically. I think she's smart. I think she's witty. I think she is caring and kind. Every box gets ticked. But there's been other women where just about all those boxes they have, have been the same ticked. attributes. Yeah, absolutely. But it doesn't matter. I've yeah. not felt. I've never had this thing where every time I think of them, I get this weird butterfly feeling. It's almost like there is something on a different plane, like whether or not you want to call it soulmate or spiritual or whatever language yeah, you want to use. I don't believe in all that shit. No, but, but it's always like there's something else at work here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like you say, plenty of people are hot and smart and funny and attractive. You don't love them all. Mm-hmm. You don't love that, that you, you'd forever be like falling in love with celebrities if that was the case. And speaking of which, I want to talk about... My laminated five. <laughs> first crushes. Oh, my first crushes. Yeah, I've got a few first When you're, crushes. like, the most in love oh, when yeah. you're a teenager. And I'm telling you, yours? I mean, I've, and the, uh, half of them are on my Laminated Five. The biggest Laminated Five one there is got to be Jet from the Gladiators. Classic. I mean, how... Uh, okay, Alan Partridge. <laughs> yes, and, and I, 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 I want to, to meet Diane Udall, and I will call her Jet from the Gladiators. <laughs> She's, is she, she like a psychologist now or something? She, I mean, she's got game. I'm sure she used to be on like, the Big Brother after show and she was the, the psychologist. Probably sure so. Was who, who was your first crush? Well, there was a few. When I was, <laughs> when I was really young, I mean, I, I was... Tell me it was Wolf. From the <laughs> <laughs> what a hairstyle he had. Um, one of my first ones was... Oh, God, he doesn't know this. One of my first ones, I mean, we didn't have much choice growing up supporting Arsenal. We didn't oh, have the best God, looking team. You no, know? you didn't. There was no Freddie Lundberg back in that day in his Calvin Klein underpants. Tell me um, it was Tony Adams. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Tony no. Adams. <laughs> my first crush, my first football crush was the blonde bombshell that was Lee Dixon. What? It was Lee Dixon. Lee Dixon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want everyone to pause the podcast right now, 
Google Lee Dixon. Google, hang on, no, I want to Google Lee Dixon. Please do, circa and then you'll realise it's not a good picture. Um, this, is, this is going. I'm hang on, live googling. Oh God, not not ten eighty nine. I've done him a huge disservice there. I know he wasn't around until a while ago, but he was cute. No, he wasn't cute. He was cute. I mean, Lee, no, I love you. That You're still he's cute a now. Player. He's cute. Look at him. I mean, we. I want to look at. I'm, look, I'm walking that's, around. That's, I'm walking to your side of the table. That's how no, I remember no, him. No, no, no. I mean, it was him or Paul Merson. Like, yeah, the no, girl, him, girl hasn't him, got much choice. Him above Paul Merson. Yes, I give you that. But still, no. Lo- look at look at him in an England kit. What lovely, lovely head of hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. No, you can't take that away from me. No. But but then, so that was when I was about nine or ten. So <laughs> we didn't really even know what a crush was. Yeah. But the real one that hit me hard, and girls, I'm, I know you'll agree with me. Glenn sneered at this earlier. Wolf from the Gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Nichols. <laughs> Eastenders. Free. Holy green jumper and wrapping his I'll, head in tin foil. I'll be honest, I can see that. So hot. Yeah, I can see it. However, every woman loves a crazy man. My stalking reared its head early in my life, and I found out that Paul Nichols lived near me in Buckhurst Hill. No way! So, in keeping with this Valentine's Day special, I may have done a drive by past his house. <laughs> On Valentine's you you Day. Have, you definitely did. And I may have <laughs> left my sister-in-law, my future sister-in-law's car running while I ran down the driveway and posted a Valentine's card <laughs> into his house. And it doesn't even end there oh, because so... Paul Nichols is just his stage name. His real name was Paul, I don't know if you pronounce it Greenhall or Greenhouge, H-A-L-G-H. I addressed it to that, to his real name, uh-huh. and made some sort of reference in it to the card about, hope you didn't mind me using your real name. I thought it was just more personal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I must have been about 13 or 14. How much older was he at the time? Um, He wasn't that much older. A few years old. It's like Live reasonable. Google. Hang on. Absolutely reasonable. Well, how old is he periods? now? Hang on. Paul Nichols was such a shame when he oh no that's the that's the horse trainer i don't want that don't want that paul nichols hang on paul nichols east enders he was cute he was cute when curtains were in i mean look oh no i think he went a little bit he look he looks like he's got a slight heroin problem here oh he's 40 he was the same age perfect so he's he's only a year older than us oh he's oh no no he's divorced okay good there must be problems then Every divorced man has issues. He was married for eight years to Chantel Brown, or she sounds like a cow. Probably because her name's Chantel. Probably probably her fault. Um, Paul still would. I mean, not so much the heroin look. Picture of him now. Picture of him now. Do you want to see see him when he was on? That's when he looks a little bit heroiny. Yes. This was him in his peak. Girls, if you don't know, curtains. curtains. Oh my! I had that picture next to my bed. My uh, all four walls and my ceiling was covered in Paul Nichols pictures. Do you remember? I I asked my my because we we were fairly poor growing up, and uh, my my and all of our wallpaper was Paul Nichols pictures. (laughs) My my aunt used to cut my hair. And one year I said, look, uh, can you cut it so I look like, at the time, David Beckham. 
because he had curtains. He did. But what she did is uh, she kind of sneezed a bit as she was cutting into my hair. For the full five minutes? And so she gave me a, when I say a step. Oh, do you remember? So I had curtains going it was more on. like a balcony. The center thing. This was a full-on cut-in step all the way around that looked kind of brutal. Like in um, Blackadder when he's not the asshole Blackadder. I when he's so. like Edmund. When he's the geek Blackadder. It's, there's that one series where he's not the caddish rogue that we know. Mm. He's... A bit of a dick, and he's got the proper bowl haircut. One of the early series. Maybe it was just a special because Blackadder was always a bit of an arsehole, wasn't he? He was. So yeah, probably that. That sounds like that. Me. That's the look. So the other thing that we were going to do today, we were going to do live. We've discussed it before. We might have heard it in some previous episodes about love languages, and we couldn't. I don't think we could remember what one of them was. So Glenn and I have set up the quiz. We're on five, number five lovelanguages.com so have you got the same question as me or are you going to be asked different ones i have indeed got the same questions up and what i'm going to ask is everybody if you've got the chance to goes to five lovelanguages.com and cues it up because we want you to take part in this as we're doing it and what we're going to do is we're going to go through these questions and answers and uh, give you what we're at just after this short break Hi, I'm Charlie Spokes from My Friend Charlie, and you're listening to the Swapped Out Podcast. Hi everyone, we're back, and Glenn and I are about to find out what our love languages are. So we think we're going to be hit with the same questions. So my love language is English. That's right, yeah? Mine is bullshit. If you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we certainly found Mine that is... true. I speak but... fluent fuckboy. <laughs> so, let's go with the first question. So the question is... It's more meaningful to me when, and we get the choices of someone I love sends me a loving note, text or email for no special reason, or I hug someone I love. Okay. I'm going with option one. So am I, Because we like, we like the words, don't we? Yeah, um, I, I love a hug. I love a hug. I love physical contact. But the other one kind of means that they're thinking about me more and they're taking more of an effort. Yes, we like it. We like to hit me by surprise. What's question two, Glenn? It's more meaningful meaningful to me when either I can spend alone time with someone I love, just us, or someone I love does something practical to help me out. I think we're both going to go with the first one again here. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I like alone time. I like someone taking time to spend time just with me because they want to. Uh, what did I just say about being in an empty room with someone and not running out of things to say? Very That's true. what I love. Yep, yep. So, question three. It is more meaningful to me when A, someone I love gives me a little gift as a token of our love or concern for each other. What's strange my concern for you? <laughs> or I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with those that I love. Where are you going? I'm going for option one. On I there. think I am. Oh my God, are we going to be fluent? No, because we, we can't possibly be. But I, I like the idea that someone actually is thinking about me. And they're thinking, this this is something they might like. Yes, not a nail brush, but see something in a shop and think, Jackie, I'd love that. Big or small. And get it. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Uh, It's more meaningful to me when either someone I love does something unexpected for me to help me with a project, or I can share an innocent touch with someone I love. Well, after the story that you've just told, we know you're going to go with two. I'm not lying here. The idea of someone touching me 
and allowing me to touch them. Oh, that's that's heaven to me. So I'm, I'm going, going option with that. two. I used to like it when I would, if I would drive in the car, if his hand wouldn't be on my knee as I was driving, I would mm-hmm. pick his hand up <laughs> and put it on my knee. And, and, and he always used to go, oh, sorry. Well, like, yeah, you forgot. One of my favourite little cartoons is true love is finding someone who will let you touch their butt. So true. Yeah, I love a hand in a pocket as I walk yeah, along. Yeah, I love it. The next question. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love puts their arm around me in public or someone I love surprises me with a gift. I'm going one. Oh, fucking stop it because that's what I want to go for. PDAs are absolutely a thing of mine. I'm okay with that. Next up. Next one is, it's more meaningful meaningful to me when I'm around someone I love, even if we're not really doing anything, or I can be comfortable holding hands, high-fiving, or putting my arm around someone I love. I'm going to go one. This is a tough one. Yeah, they're both... I, I kind of feel like I've said no to some of these in a different iteration before, but now I'm not. But I'm, I'm going with the first one, this one. Okay, I'm going to go for number two. Not because I don't believe number one's also accurate, but actually... I'm okay with PDAs. Okay. Next up, it is more meaningful to me when I receive a gift from someone I love or I hear from someone I love that they love me. This is annoying. I'm going to go for two. And I know you are as well. Because you're doing that thing in a restaurant where I say, oh, I want the chicken curry. And then you do that bloke thing of, oh, I wanted the chicken curry. I'll get something else. No, just we can have two chicken curries. (laughs) Why do blokes always do that? Oh, no, I'll get the fish and chips then. Like, don't make me feel like an arsehole. You want variety. But, okay, next question up is, it's more meaningful to me when I sit close to someone I love or I'm complimented by someone I love for no apparent reason. I'm going with two. I love a compliment. Oh, fucking... Would you stop it? <laughs> no, we, we haven't done exactly... It's annoying. We've had one that's not the same. Okay. Next up, it's more meaningful to me when I get the chance to just hang out with someone I love or I unexpectedly get small gifts from someone I love. Are we answering the same question over and over again I in a different like way? It. See, now I'm going to go for number one on this one. I like the unexpected nature of being able to hang out with someone. So they'll just surprise me with their time. I'm going one as well. Okay, well, next one is, it's more meaningful to me when I hear someone I love tell me I'm proud of you or someone I love helps me with the task. Number one. Yeah, I've got a kind of a, a parental issue about being proud of me, so I'm going to go with that. Next, it's more meaningful to me when I get to do things with someone that I love or I hear supportive words from someone that I love. That's a tough one. Just doing something is is still good, but supportive words. I'm going to go supportive words. Oh, oh, fuck's sake. You copy me again. I'm not copying you, but it's hard to not copy you when I agree with you. <laughs> okay, next one. It's more meaningful to me when... Someone I love does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things. No, no one likes that. Or uh, I feel connected to someone I love through a hug. Well, I'm going to have to go two because one's a bit of a non-starter. No, see, I'm going to go for one. Because someone doing something for me instead of just talking about something actually matters. Oh, okay. So I'll I'll branch off then. I'll I'll change tack. I'll go, go, I feel connected to someone I love through a hug. Next up, it's more meaningful to me when I hear praise from someone I love or someone I love gives me something that shows they were really thinking about me. Oh, I'm going to go too. That's a tough one, yeah. I love a bit of praise, but yeah, someone doing something or buying something for me, 
that that counts. What's next? It's more meaningful to me when I'm able to just be around someone I love, or I get a back rub from someone I love. I love physical contact. Well, good, because I'm, I'm going to go number one so we can deviate. I'm going, I get to be around someone I love. Oh, someone rubbing my back. Jesus, that's that's so lovely. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love reacts positively to something I've accomplished or someone I love does something for me I know they don't particularly enjoy. Got to be number two. Oh, I was going one. Yeah, you're it's wrong. all about me. next up Uh, I'm able to be in close physical proximity to someone I love or I sense someone I love showing interest in the things I care about Hmm. just being around them or them saying you know what you you like this so I'm going to take an interest in that I made my ex watch three seasons of Ugly Betty and he fucking loved it in the end so I'm going number two I don't believe he loved it he loved it. He no. was like, this is going to be our thing. This is going to be our programme. I mean, have you actually seen Ugly Betty? It's great. I it's just want to be Amanda so bad. It's not good at all. Well, good, because then you can go number one. I'll no, go number I'm two. I'm going number two because I, I want my, my, my other half to like snooker. Oh. Okay, next up. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love works on special projects with me that I have to complete. Like make a solar system for science projects. <laughs> Or someone I love gives me an exciting gift. There's lots of gifts here. I've never had so many gifts. It's a lot of giving. Lots things. of gifts. So um, yeah, the first one for me actually is more important because that's time. Yeah, I think I'm going to go one as well. Okay. What's next, next? Next one is I'm complimented by someone I love on my appearance or someone I love takes the time to listen to me and really understand my feelings. I mean, it's got to be two, isn't it, really? It has... Everyone loves to be told that. I mean, yeah, still attractive. tell me that, but yeah, this is ultimately. I, I feel like this is not an either-or situation. I want a both, but yeah, you got to go for feelings. Next up, it's more meaningful to me when I can share a meaningful touch in public with someone that I love, or someone I love offers to run errands for me. Depends on the errands. I mean. I, I, I mean, depends. I, I, I like holding hands with someone in public. I like showing that off. But you know what? If someone's going to actually go out of their way to do something because it's an errand. I'm going to go with that because I've never had anyone say to me, do you know what? I'll book the table. Whatever. I'll research the restaurants. Ever? No, they're pretty shit men. Oh, Mo- sorry. Si- some men. Boys. I'm going errands. Okay. Next one up. So someone I love does something special for me to help me out or... I get a gift from someone I love <laughs> put that th- they've put thought into choosing. I mean more gifts. Yeah, I'm 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 more into the act rather than the gift. The fact that they've said they put thought into it is making me choose gift. Okay, okay. the yeah. next one. More meaningful to me when someone I love doesn't check their phone while we're talking with each other. Oh, that's a big one. I fucking hate people. You know, one of my biggest bugbears is people who have earphones in when I'm talking to them. Oh my God, yes. Um, Or number two is someone I love goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me. Oh, they're tough. I think I'm going to go number one because I'm a bit of a... Oh, I accidentally clicked on it. I, well, I clicked on the right one anyway. I'm going, I'm going for the first one. I'm going to go second because... Okay, let's but, let's fork the road again. Yeah, it's more meaningful to me when I can look forward to a holiday 
because I'll probably get a gift from someone I love. <laughs> Who is this person who wants all these <laughs> gifts? I could look forward to a holiday because I'll probably get a gift. Or I hear the words, I appreciate you from someone I love. First of all, no one speaks like that. I appreciate you, Jackie. I don't. I appreciate you. I, I, and I want to know who this bitch is that is getting a holiday because she thinks she'll probably also get a gift. I mean, everyone goes to Mauritius so they can get a fridge magnet. I mean, <laughs> this quiz is just getting a bit ridiculous. How many questions are there? We're 70% of the way through. Okay. Hang in there, guys. Um, I don't even understand the question. Why would you look forward... Who? I look forward to going on a holiday because I'm going on holiday. I don't go there thinking, oh, might also get a present. You might, though. Um, I was lame as it sounds. I think I'm going to have to go in number two because I think the first one's a crock of shit. Totally agree. I appreciate you. Next up, it is more meaningful to me when someone I love and haven't seen in a while thinks enough of me to, <laughs> to give me a little gift. What is it up with his gifts? Or... Someone I love takes care of something I'm responsible to do, but I feel too stressed to do it at the time. I've, can someone else do this fucking quiz for me? Because right now be I'm stressed. Two. It's going to be two. There's no question about this. I've got no more room for gifts. My house is full. Okay, let's see what happens. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love doesn't interrupt me when I'm talking or gift giving is an important <laughs> part of the relationship with someone I love. It's got to be someone not interrupt. I mean... I love the sound of my own voice. I'm going to have to click on that just because I now have a severe aversion to the word gift. <laughs> um, next up, it's more meaningful to me when someone I love helps me out when they know I'm already tired or I get to go somewhere while spending time with someone that I love. Oh, that, that, that's quite, that's, that's more tough. I, I like going places. So I want to go somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I think... The first one is when I'm tired. I think there's, there's a, a nuance there about them wanting to help you out when you're feeling rough. But I, I'm i a complete finisher anyway, so I would never... I'm not good at giving people tasks, so I probably yeah. wouldn't enjoy it if they was like, oh, I'll do the wash. No, don't do the washing up, because you only do a crap job anyway. I'll do it. Okay, next one up is it's more meaningful to me when someone I love touches my arm or shoulders to show their care or concerns. Or, someone I love gives me a little gift. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That they picked up in the course of their normal day. It's always going to be number one for me. I'm going to go two, even though it's got the word gift in. Because, like we said earlier, I like it when someone might see some naff little trinket in Clinton cards and says, Oh, we spoke about this the other day and look, here it is. Mm -hmm. It better not be a Yankee candle. They fucking stink. Um, it is more meaningful to me when someone I love says something encouraging to me or I get to spend time in a shared activity or hobby with someone that I love. Oh, I'm going number one. I'm, I'm, I'll go two then. Is that is that because you believe in two? Or? Well, no, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. Like someone says something encouraging to me... Mm. I can take it or leave it, to be honest. I'm self-motivated. <laughs> it's more meaningful to me when someone I love surprises me with a small token of their appreciation. A.K.A. a gift. Another word. <laughs> or I'm touching someone I love frequently to express our friendship. Friendship? Friendship's a bad friendship? word. But I'm always going to go for touch rather than gift. I'll go touch. Next up. 
Someone I love helps me out, especially if they know I'm already busy. Okay, so she's got, who, who is this bitch? One minute she's tired, then she's stressed, now she's busy. Or I hear someone I love tell me that they appreciate me. I'm going to go one because that, that that's more effort. Yeah, same. What's next? Next up, I get a hug from someone who I haven't seen for a while. Or I hear someone I love tell me how much I mean to them. I'm going to go two. Always going to be two. There's nothing nicer than accidentally hearing someone say nice things about you. Can you imagine if after we click this finish button, it says to get your results, sign up for our year long program for $29. I'm going to press the finish button right now. Oh, oh, interesting. So we get different scores for each one. Oh, okay. So let's scroll down on this whole thing. I think it's that thing top left. So where it's, you've got your scores. So I got a 10 for quality time. Uh, I only got a 6 for quality time. Oh, I'm straight with the 10. And then I got 8 for words of affirmation. 8 for words of affirmation for me too. Tick. 4 for acts of service. Acts of service became an 8 for me. Oh. 4 for physical touch. Uh, 6 for me. And then 4 for receiving gifts. Only for 2 for me. For me it was acts of service and words of affirmation followed by physical touch, quality time, and receiving gifts. So on interpreting your profile score, it says the highest score indicates your primary love language, and the highest that you could score is 12. Mm-hmm. So for me, acts of service and words of affirmation were t- 8 out of 12. So if if people want to tell me they love me, they need to do things for me, not and just say it. You need to spend time. i got a, a strong 10. That's quite a lot, 10 out of 12, mm-hmm. for quality time. So... Well, I don't have any time spare, so what I do have... You're very time poor, actually. I'm hugely time poor, which is why I don't have time to date at the minute. (laughs) So I think that's love, in a nutshell. And the thing is, the reason we've gone through this isn't because it's just a fun thing to do on the internet. I think there is a big thing about what you're knowing what your love language is, but also what your partner's love language is. Mm, Because if you don't match... Well, no, you don't have to match. And it doesn't matter at all whether actually they're two totally different languages. If the person you want to be with is all about giving gifts, then you need to know that your thing is about giving them gifts. That's the way you can show your appreciation and your love for them. But if the thing that they want to do is give you time, then that that matters as well. It has to be not just... I'm going to give you, you're going to receive me. It's not a, a zero-sum equation. You have mm. to know what their love language is, what they're trying to express, and what you like to, to receive yourself. Well, interestingly, that now puts a whole new light on Peter Pan. Tell me. If, well, if my thing is quality time, and we spent two weeks living in each other's pockets, so I was like getting all the time, and all the time, and all the time, and all the time spent with him, of course then when he pulled the rug from under me, I was like... I'm totally gone hook, line and sinker because you've given me all this quality time Mm -hmm. and I speak in the language of 10 out of 12 quality time yeah so of course that one like shook me to my core because he's literally given me the thing that this test tells me is my thing that I'm craving but he had no idea that he was giving you that because that's not no so so if he's yeah if he's a he likes to receive gifts he'd be like why aren't you cool with me suddenly pulling the rug from under you, spending two weeks from you? I never bought you any gifts. So that that's probably why we 
clashed when we yeah. weren't speaking the same language. Interesting self-diagnosis live on air here on Spot Tech Club. <laughs> cool. Well, let's wrap things up, Glenn. Do you want to go over our addresses again so people can tell us their love language? I would love to hear about times when people have said, this is the person that, that I've been in love with, but they've not been in love with me, and this is oh. why I don't feel it's kind of match. And I want to know your first crushes as well. Was, was any as bad as Paul Nichols? Or, oh, please. Do I, do I stand alone here? I'm desperate to find someone whose first crush was Wolf from the Gladiators. Oh, God, Wolf. What a lovely head of hair. If, you, if it was the case, please get in touch with me at a dating dad on Twitter. And I'm at Swiped Out Girl. Well, have a lovely Valentine's Day, guys. Whatever you're doing, let us know. Hit us in the DMs. Um, send pictures. I want Valentine's. I want Galentine's. I want anti-Valentine's. I want all the things. And if you haven't done Galentine's, then just get out there and spend time with people you love, whether they're romantic or not. Oh, and happy Love Day, everyone, as they say in the States. And if nothing else, we'll see you next Tuesday. I love the sound of my own voice. Yeah, same.